0: Welcome to We Do, the officially unofficial answer to the rhetorical question, who watches the Watchmen? Also, it's the name of our podcast. I'm your host, Jim. I'm your host, Aaron. And we are doing something different, very different than what we normally do. We're repurposing a podcast feed here. We're also going to do a little preview of our of our Watchmen stuff.
1: Yeah, what what would we what do we do to our lovely little the leftovers podcast, Jim? What, well what we we, we
0: figured it? there are a lot of tie-ins to the Watchmen that people who are interested in leftovers might also be interested in. Uh, so we're gonna kind of just turn this into the Watchmen feed and archive the leftovers feed elsewhere. If you if you want to stick around and hear why it might be worth your time to listen to the Watchmen podcast, do so. Um, if you want to find the archived Uh, leftovers feed you can basically just go to your podcast app search following the leftovers and you're going to look for the feed that does not have this episode in it and you're going to subscribe to that that's probably the easiest way to do it you can also go to our website and use the podcast subscription tool to get the following the leftovers feed url and just paste that right into your podcast app
1: um and also we're going to keep the leftovers episodes in this feed for mm-hmm. a good amount of time because we're not we're not trying to flip over over anyone's card table if you're in the middle of a leftovers rewatch and it's interesting i just found a thread yeah. on reddit from like two months ago where people were doing just that
0: yeah we get like five thousand people a month downloading just, episodes of this podcast yeah. there's so pe- there's
1: there's some there's some people uh, out there left uh really stretching the leftovers out past the traditional weekend past thanksgiving
0: yeah, they, we didn't really want to made a
1: meal out of this for for years <laughs> years to come.
0: I didn't really want to like usurp this feed and not have a place to get leftovers if yeah. you're if you're doing that the stuff. leftover so. leftovers are on the leftovers feed. Why uh, would you be interested in Watchmen if you're interested in leftovers? Well, it's funny because like when we signed off on the leftovers,
1: we talked about how because at that that time it was already known what Damon Lindelof, the mm-hmm. the showrunner Um, infamous showrunner of Lost, uh, redeemed showrunner of of (laughs) The Leftovers, said that his next project was going to be The Watchmen, and we were super, super excited about it. Um, So if you are a fan of Damon Lindelof, um, this project is probably going to be right up your alley. Um, It also features a star um, that we quite enjoyed on uh, Mm -hmm. The Leftovers, um, one Regina King, yeah, who's going to have a starring role as a police woman, police person? You
0: might remember her as a Erica, person
1: of police persuasion,
0: from from leftovers. Yeah. Erica Murphy, mm-hmm. uh, she was great. Yeah, she
1: was great. Uh, season three, only criticism: not enough Erica Murphy. Right, uh, one trampoline one trampoline bounce to uh, to, to uh, Wu-Tang <laughs> is not enough. Uh-huh. Uh, but but she's going to be back. So we thought, and also, you know, to the extent that The Leftovers had a lane of dealing with kind of like, you know, social alienation and like a period of American culture, and it seems like The Watchmen is going to be a continuation of that, that, that Lindelof is looking at the landscape of, you know, 2017, 2018, and, you know, going back to the classic Watchmen series and thinking... What if America, who elected uh, Richard Nixon to like five terms of office, uh, what if that America continued to run forward through today? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's going to be a as a fascinating "what if" as what if a small percentage of the human population just poof disappeared one day.
0: Yeah, and like that was a commentary on uh, you know grief and and how you handle it, how you deal with it, how you move beyond it. Um I think this is going to be much more like societally focused. Yeah. Uh and and we're you know it's going to deal with things like politics and it's going to deal with uh big questions in our society and obviously our commentary is going to have to follow those sort of paths. Um so hopefully you're up for that. What would you say cuz I one
1: I could see one big concern for people uh knowing that this is a sprawling graphic novel series from the 80s knowing that it was a fairly successful, big-budget, slick Watchmen adaptation, um, a film by Zack Snyder back in 2007. They might be wondering how much Watchmen lore they need to know coming into this. Like, oh, if I haven't seen the movie, I haven't read the comic books, uh, maybe this won't be interesting to me. What would you say to those I, people?
0: I've heard Lindelof say that he doesn't want that to be the case, that yeah. you have to you know, go stockpile your information. Um, he, he just wants people to be able to come into this fresh. Right. So really, I think he'll probably lay it all out very early on yeah. everything you need to know to get into this. I think he's going for like a Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, where like if you read
1: the first one, you're going to understand a little bit more of the backstory right. and a little bit more of the world, and you're a bit more comfortable. But this is an entirely new story with a n- mostly new cast. Um, I think that uh, he said back in like this uh, this this five part like letter to the fans he wrote back in late 2017 that the only characters from the books and movies that are going to reoccur in this are potentially Ozymandias, which we got confirmed in the comic book trailer, Uh, San San Diego Comic-Con trailer, rather. Uh, Dr. Manhattan, which we also see briefly in Uh, the trailer. Like a
0: papier-mâché version of him as well. Yeah, and a papier-mâché version,
1: uh, some masked versions of him, and Silk Uh Spectre, which hasn't appeared in the trailers, or maybe she has, which we'll talk about uh, Mm. here in a minute. Um, so, so, so that's that you, you, you might appreciate a little bit more of like the backstory the themes and have a better grounding in the world, but like you should be able to sit down episode one, season one and, and, and be able to enjoy this new story.
0: Yeah. I'm planning on, uh, going back and reading the comic and watching the movie again just because did. it's been a long ass time and I've never read the comic book. So no. or the I, uh, novel.
1: this is my second time reading the comics and I would like, I hope that cause obviously we'll do our standard traditional preview. We're 40 days out. Yeah. as of today, from the Watchmen premiering on April twentieth, if I've done my math right, which is anyone's guess. Um, and uh, when we get like a week out, we'll do our traditional, you know, preview episode where we talk about all the stuff that's come out. If there's, uh, you know, we just had a featurette released today that had a lot of new information in it. I don't know if they're planning on doing that in the in the lead up to the Watchmen. I'd be smart if they did. But uh, we'll have a, a preview podcast out like our typical week before the season premieres. So look for that. I guess October thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I guess the the Tuesday after October 13th, because um, like other bald move podcasts for Sunday prestige shows, we'll have this out Tuesday afternoon. Um, we also, unlike our previous coverage, we're going to have an instant take podcast. If you're not familiar with those, what that means is as soon as we're done watching the show, we go to our mics in studio and we do uh, 15, 20 minutes of just our personal, just off the cuff, unresearched, um just extemporaneous thoughts on the episode and we also are going to do an instant talk for club owner or for club members only uh and that's where we after we do the instant take we have a live kind of like show where we use the um, chat system of youtube uh the youtube video to take questions and answers from uh the fans uh on the from the club ball move so there's gonna be lots of stuff There's gonna be two podcasts a week uh the instant take slash talk and the main one um so do you want to talk about what are our
0: thoughts of the the new watchman now or yeah. is there any other preamble we need to get out of the way no i'm super excited for this show like i said i think it's gonna be <laughs> damon lindelof's uh Attack on modern society.
1: Yeah, because one of the things he said in the featurette that was released today is like that he wants to explore like how do we feel about superheroes? How do we feel about people that wear masks? And I yeah. thought that was a really interesting question because like we are seeing more and more right now in the streets of America like masks, masked vigilantes facing off against masked, <laughs> you know, racists and Klansmen, and a lot of people <laughs> okay. are are not sure what side you know. It's like you know who shows up to a protest wearing all black and 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 hockey uh, you know hockey masks and shoulder pads and they're looking for like is that are these good guys or the bad guys um does it make does is are are both sides of it extreme bad um, yeah and they've I had a really interesting way of like exploring that
0: yeah absolutely and I think it's also probably going to play out as uh, an allegory for you know our, our internet connected society um and the anonymity that that affords us i i assume that's what they're going for because in modern day terms like the internet is the mask right mm. that that provides you the the cloak under which you can say terrible things or do very good things with anonymity um you can kind of fight for the causes you believe in whether those be good or bad or you can infiltrate the causes you don't and right, you destroy yeah. them from within so I'm, I'm super interested to see what they do with that um, as it relates to kind of the internet and the the social war that's kind of going on there right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, so it looks like there's an event in 2019 where this group calling themselves the 7th Cavalry, uh, which are a group of uh, described as white supremacists that have kind of modeled their, their look and their... Um, Uh, What do you call the ideology after Rorschach and Mm -hmm. uh, the journals that he wrote behind uh, that he left behind uh, that they stage some sort of action where they take simultaneous action against um, police uh, police uh, across the country uh, and kill many of them, which leads this new thing that the cops try where they're going to all wear masks. Yeah, everybody wears masks. masks. Right, uh, and that seems like it's going to be a giant fucking clusterfuck.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping they do more with this than just like a, uh, you know, white supremacist. Bull- like I know that's a key component of our society right now mm-hmm. that we're having to struggle with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I hope they do more because in the original, like when you, when you look at that Rorschach mask, you it evokes you know certain ideals about like mortal absolutism yeah, black, versus more relativism, black and white. right? And and that, to me, is the interesting concept that the first one dealt with. And so, or the first one, you know, the, the original graphic novel, the movie, um, everything we've seen up till now of Watchmen has been sort of based around that idea of, you know, moral absolutism versus a sort of relativism. And I want to see that explored. So it will kind of disappoint me if all they do is, oh, these people hate minorities. Like that's going to be so fucking boring.
1: Yeah. No, I think they're going to I think they'll do more.
0: There's a lot of interesting like in the Comic-Con
1: trailer. The last half of it's dominated by um Bowie's Life on Mars uh-huh. and they have a particular uh, highlight one of the fra- uh, the the stands of the songs to take a look at that lawman beating up the wrong guy. Oh man, uh-huh. will he ever know? Uh, and and I think that they're I think there's going to be yeah, lots of mistaken identity um also, maybe like because uh, because another thing in c- contemporary culture is like, what do you do when like people have changes of hearts? Mm-hmm. Like you know, like what is a wh- wh- how do you like forgive or overlook or embrace someone who's formerly had a bad viewpoint? How do you know they're not going to? How do you know they're not using their mask, a new type of mask, to infiltrate you and destroy <laughs> you from within? Um, it's like more and more polarized. So like I yeah I, I, like I I. I uh, can't help but think they'll do something interesting
0: with that. And then there's like the idea of unintended consequences because, I mean, Ozymandias is in this. Uh, he's much older now. So you you have to think he's going to look at the scenario where people have sort of taken up Rorschach's cause. Right. And, you know, how much of a hand did he have in creating that and in, in perpetuating it, mm-hmm. you know? H- how have his actions prior to this sort of created the scenario they're living in now?
1: Well, I mean, that's the... The, the, both the graphic novel and the film ended with um, characters pondering the, f- the fact that nothing ends like even though this yeah. is the end of the story and it's punctuated both by like you know Rorschach's journal dropping mm-hmm. um, that the truth is going to get out that this is you know like the, we, we, we saw the Watchmen as a fully
0: contained story then ending but that was really just the prelude <laughs> to a whole chapter and it's why it's so brilliant to take this thirty years on and say, "Yeah, how, how have things?" It's kinda, almost like you take the, from the there. prologue and epilogue of a book, and that's the story. Is you just skip everything <laughs> that happens in between? Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of cool. Be,
1: it's got to be fascinating the things that uh, you know. There's, there's a new flag. There's 51 stars on it. Okay. Um, I saw some speculation that the 51st star stars Vietnam, uh, oh. owing to our uh, absolute victory over the Vietnamese with uh, wow. Manhattan's uh, right. help.
0: Except, it's incredibly badass, it stars an absolute icon of the genre, we're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall
1: know what a party it was, and those of you who didn't, <laughs> now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim, order some custom movie themed drinks at the theater's full bar, Then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved a venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited.
0: It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to
1: visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium, the thrills of Kings Island just minutes away, and I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again,
0: get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest Six page at baldmove.com slash live live. We try to make it super easy to support making podcasts at Bald Move. Just join the club. some people aren't a joining type
1: or maybe they're already in the club but want to add a little bit of gratuity for an especially great
0: season of coverage or for podcasts that really spoke to them or gave them that bit of support in a tough time for these and for whatever other reason you might have our tip jar is always open head over to support.baldmove.com and click the donate option to say hey keep doing what you're doing we appreciate it once again check out support.baldmove.com for all the great ways to help
1: me and jim keep making the podcast you love When I remember thinking when I first heard this, well, there's no way Doctor Manhattan will be a part of this because, like, how do you even do that? Yet it does seem um, there's some there's some footage, some grainy footage of like it looks like a spy satellite over Mars of seeing Doctor Manhattan building a structure and destroying it, and then <laughs> tantalizingly, it looks like Doctor Manhattan himself bending over to pick up a mask of himself in the <laughs> the, the, the final few seconds of the San Diego Comic Con Watchmen. Uh, trailer. They're going to bring Doctor Manhattan in Man. the story.
0: What a fucking wrinkle, yeah, in this story. Like, how are they going to handle such a omnipotent, godlike being? Because it's almost like if you have Doctor Manhattan
1: operating your universe, the only conflict that matters is getting him on your side. Yeah, because once you have that secure, nothing else can beat you because he's like Superman on steroids. Uh huh uh yeah he's a
0: god for all intents and purposes
1: yeah yeah it's interesting because i when researching this i became aware of this new miniseries that dc's been publishing called doomsday clock it started like two years ago but it's been a whole bunch of uh you know i guess art and writing delays and they still are two episodes away from being complete but the whole idea is that um uh that the DC universe's characters are a different universe than the than the Watchmen characters, and like in the mm. Watchmen universe, the DC comic book characters are comic book characters, and in the DC universe, the Watchmen characters are the comic book characters. But somehow, through some kind of interdimensional rift, the universes are merging, and so now
0: they're all just comic book characters. No, they're all <laughs> real. real. They're all quote unquote okay. real. Damn. Um,
1: and the 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 cover of the number one has like it looks like Doctor Manhattan disassembling Superman. Which I Whoa, okay, which I thought was kind of interesting. Like you know, that's what you want to know real, right away. Like can Doctor yeah. Manhattan kick Superman's ass? I haven't read the series. I I want to now, but uh, answer
0: according to the cover <laughs> of episode one. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if he can manipulate matter the way Doctor Manhattan can, but can can he manipulate Kryptonian? Matter. Yeah, my guess is yes. Krypton atoms? Krypton? <laughs> I don't know how ne- they could be ne- that substantially They're in the same Neutrons universe, right? and protons and crypt
1: <laughs> electrons? Come on.
0: Yeah. Come on. Who knows?
1: He does that and it kills him.
0: Maybe maybe the, the molecules of Superman are Dr. Manhattan's kryptonite. Mm. Maybe Dr. Manhattan just turns all of Superman's red blood cells into kryptonite.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Instantly. <laughs> Uh, but he
0: has Kryptonian blood cells.
1: Oh right. Well, and if it happened in the Yellow Sun, then something
0: would happen. Oh boy. Uh, These are the kind of questions I hope they don't raise in the show.
1: <laughs> well, I mean that's the thing is like because like uh, Doctor Manhattan, um, he is the he's the the big stick in the universe, and you oh, have absolutely. to get him on your side. You have to be able to like that was the. Uh, an intense part of the plot of the first movie is like, how do you take Doctor Manhattan off the chessboard? Because if he's on the chessboard, there's you can't do anything but worry about him. Yeah. So um, I'm wondering if like this is a tease, and all of season one will be bringing Manhattan back onto the chessboard.
0: Yeah, it could be. That's could just be put, but that end. just
1: puts those difficult questions to season two. Yeah, true. But the other thing is like, even if you even if Manhattan came back, he was already detached from his humanity. What's he going to look like? Thirty five years onward where he's been you know he, he claimed he was going to go to a different solar system or a, a different galaxy and fuck around and mm-hmm. creating life he's now back on Mar- like even if he's just hanging out being weird on Mars for 35 years like the idea that you could just get him to care about something like a political squabble even something that would you know engulf the whole globe is mm-hmm.
0: kind of hard to believe yeah we'll see what the inroads are Yeah, to bring him back uh, I, I, do, I do think like this is maybe a uh, comic book superhero kind of story for people who don't care so much about comic book superhero stories. Kind of like, like Game of
1: Thrones was a fantasy series for people that don't like fantasy series. Exactly,
0: that's what yeah. got me into Game of Thrones. Um, th- this thing has superheroes in it, but a they're not they're not really like super. Some of them are superheroes, mm-hmm. like Doctor Manhattan, obviously superhero but a lot of them are just regular people they're more of the batman type of superhero yeah at best sometimes and,
1: they're just people to run around and beat people up at night
0: <laughs> and, and it seems like the stories they're going to tell in this universe are more grounded than yeah oh you know there's an alien well <laughs> alien invasion it might be a fake alien invasion who knows uh and and the superheroes have to go fight to save the planet right that's not this type of story yeah so that that's one thing that excites me about the Watchmen.
1: Uh, One thing that um, when I was reading, I saw people said that, like uh, Lindelof said, there's going to be Dr. Manhattan, uh, Ozymandias, Confirmed, Confirmed, and also Silk Silk Spectre. Mm -hmm. Uh, Someone pointed out that um, Gene Smart's character's FBI agent is billed as Lori Blake, and Lori is the first name of the second Silk Spectre. Mm -hmm. Uh, Blake is her uh, Eddie Eddie the Comedian Blake's last name, who we found is her uh, illegitimate father. And people are wondering if this this FBI agent is actually the Silk Spectre, um, like, you know, older it, and obviously retired. Uh-huh. Uh, I like it. I like that idea a lot. Yeah. Um, because it shows her like how she made her way. Like she's still in law enforcement and doing this, but she's doing it on the, you know, non costume side of the street now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited that as soon as someone pointed out the last name and the first name, I'm like, OK, that's almost that's almost super confirmed for me. Yeah um i'm also wondering because like a lot there's a lot more I, I guess i was expecting them to downplay the watchman like I, I feel like that this i was expecting um i was expecting kind of like a 1980s style video game adaptation movie or early 90s where it's like no one really knew how to do a video game movie and i don't think people really <laughs> do still to this day uh-huh. but it's like you know you saw super mario brothers the movie it's nothing like, they take, like, conceptual elements. Like, there is a thing called a Koopa, and there is the ability yep. to travel to dimensions through pipes. And then, you know, they put uh, Hoskins and Leguizamo <laughs> in there, and there you go. Super Mario uh, Brothers the movie. I thought they were going to do that, like, you know, because he was talking a lot about, hey, you know, you can't really touch the original material. This is going to be, like, a reimagining. And I-, I thought it's just, like, the basis of, like, you know... Super non super superheroes and and how they interact in society, but I was really pleased that they've done this like the Watchmen film and graphic novel are what they are and they are canon and one hundred percent of everything that happened in that happened in our universe. This is just thirty five years down the line. Yeah, and I think that's uh a a great creative decision. I'm I'm really excited to see where they go with it.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm also probably going to have to brush up a little bit on Greek mythology. <laughs> wow. Because I know, like, obviously, o- Ozymandias is a reference, but I saw also in the featurette that there's this cemetery called Tartarus Acres, mm. um, which is, like, basically hell in Greek mythology. It's a place mm. where gods put people who've sinned against them and also. Uh, People, threats to the gods hmm. um, Just basically people they don't like For whatever reason Yeah, it's the uh, Olympian gulag Yeah essentially and and a combination hell Too um, So th- there's definitely going to be stuff I wonder how heavily the Greek mythology stuff Will factor in thematically Well I mean
1: I, it, I imagine It's probably a lot like the leftovers Where there is so much Text and subtext and context yeah. And like you know like uh, Um uh, the Murphy's granddad's name was Virgil. Right. Ooh, what does that mean? <laughs> so How's that uh, tie into Dante's Inferno? And th-
0: th- and it was much more of
1: like religion based y- y- in, in that Yeah, but even show. then, like if you look back and you, you, you all these like biblical references we tore into, it's like uh-huh. at the end of the day, did they all do anything but add like atmosphere and theme? I mean, there was a couple of right, like like right. hints and ties in. But like it's with the with the leftover is always about the characters mm-hmm. and how they were feeling and 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 how that in, impacted their actions and how that impacted others um i imagine it'll be a lot like this where it's like if you know you you've you remember uh some of the iliad mm-hmm. you remember you, you've seen a uh, disney's hercules in the last 5 years you might enjoy it a little <laughs> bit more or you might feel smarter but like uh-huh. if, surely you're not going to have to know that to to get ninety percent of the, the the episode in the series,
0: yeah, I'll almost guaranteed there will be some Sisyphean character mm. or task that somebody's given at some point. I'm Make sure. the world a better or, place, that's or, the right? Sisyphean right. I was gonna say right maybe there. that's the central theme of the entire <laughs> damn thing. I don't know,
1: but yeah, yeah. It's like some we're all doomed to. What are you gonna do? Stop, stop rolling that ball uphill. Uh-huh. Then, then what? What happens? <laughs> So that's kind of all we got to talk about today. We will be back um, at least once before uh, the week before the leftover. Sorry. It's going to be a hard. Happy to break a week before the Watchmen comes to air. Uh, we'll have a, another preview episode. If you'd like to send in some feedback uh, for that preview episode, uh, you can do so at Watchman at baldmove.com. Uh, we also will have a lot of, I'm sure, intense forum activity going on at forums at and you can always follow everything that Bald Move does on all social medias at Bald Move. If you want to keep up with the latest uh, episode releases, what we're covering, et cetera, et cetera,
0: and importantly, subscribe to this podcast. It is going to be a little bit until we get to the next one, so you don't yeah. want to forget about it. Jump, jump in
1: now, and uh, we'll 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 see where things go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and 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 as we watch the Watchmen, if no one else does.